Welcome to our podcast today. How are you, Sandra Ray? Uh, I'm good. I'm here. <laughs> okay. So this is our podcast on A Course in Miracles, and we're glad you're here. Welcome. So this is Lesson 190. I choose the joy of God instead of pain. So, you know, it's like when we read this lesson, uh, it's good to notice if we are in any pain, and a lot of people are in some low level or high level of pain, and emotionally or, or even physically in their body. So um, let's see if we can shift that by giving focus to this lesson, this miracle. I choose the joy of God instead of pain. Pain is a wrong perspective. When it is experienced in any form, it is proof of self-deception. It is not a fact at all. There is no form it takes that will not disappear if seen aright. For pain proclaims God cruel. How could it be real in any form? It witnesses to God the Father's hatred of his Son, the sinfulness he sees in him, and his insane desire for revenge and death. Hmm. Wow. I guess some people would have a hard time seeing that pain was a choice. Yeah. Well... And you're choosing to think a thought that causes pain. And it's happening on such a subconscious level. I think that's why people don't think it's a choice, because mm -hmm. they're not aware of the thoughts they think that cause them pain. Right. It says it's a wrong perspective. Mm. And that would be like uh, wrong-mindedness, wrong thinking, or unmindfulness. You're not aware of, of how your vibration is, your feeling is. Well, this thing, and then the other thing that people are going to have a hard time with when it says uh, that pain is not real. Yeah. Well, they're going to say, well, yeah, but I'm feeling it, so mm -hmm. how can you say it's not real? Right. What, what's the answer to that? Well, you know, the Course is trying to get us to a spiritual reality. And with the spiritual reality, it's independent of the body. The body is just a indicator of how close we are to that spiritual reality. So if the body's in pain, um, we're distracted. We're distracted away from the spiritual reality. And, but we also have to remember in that reality, there's not even a body. So therefore there wouldn't even be pain. Mm. So in that sense, it's not real. Let's just say joy is a reality. And 
yes, you could say, well, it's hard to be in a state of joy when you're in pain, but it's not impossible, you know? So you could be feeling a pain in your finger or something, but you could also be looking at a beautiful scene, you know, and being in a state of joy about that. I remember Taraji saying, well, he went to this clinic in Switzerland, you know, to get his, his health in order, and he had a kidney stone. He was working on passing this kidney stone, which was very painful. And then he said, this was in Switzerland in the mountains, he said one night there was this uh, sunset, right, over the mountain, and it was so beautiful. He, he was looking at this sunset, and he was like in a kind of an ecstatic joy over the beauty of it. And he said in that moment, he didn't feel the pain, mm. even though he was in pain, you know, or mm. he didn't, he didn't notice. He wasn't focused on the pain. Yeah. He was focused on the ecstatic beauty of, of that sunset. So something like that. Can such projections be attested to? Can they be anything but wholly false? Pain is but witness to the son's mistakes in what he thinks he is. It is a dream of fierce retaliation for a crime that could not be committed, for attack on what is wholly unassailable. It is a nightmare of abandonment by an eternal love which could not leave the son whom it created out of love. Pain is a sign. Illusions reign in place of truth. It demonstrates God is denied, confused with fear, perceived as mad, and seen as traitor to himself. If God is real, then there is no pain. If pain is real, then there is no God. Mm. For vengeance is not part of love, and fear denying love, and using pain to prove that God is dead, has shown that death is victor over life. The body is the Son of God, corruptible in death, as mortal as the Father he has slain. Wow, that's quite a paragraph. <laughs> yeah, so pain is like part of the death urge, mm -hmm. the unconscious death urge. And, you know, this is even see, saying that it's, it attests that God is dead, you know, and death triumphs over life. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, that's what it says. So, I mean, but isn't that people get in various stages of pain uh, emotional and physical, and then when they accumulate too much of it, death looks like a good idea, and they leave the body. Mm -hmm. So, this is this is dealing with that. So Jesus says, "Peace to such foolishness." The time has come to laugh at such insane ideas. There is no need to think of them as savage crimes or secret sins with weighty consequence. 
who but a madman could conceive of them as cause of anything? Their witness, pain, is mad as they, and no more to be feared than the insane illusions which it shields and tries to demonstrate must still be true. So, I don't know, we use our pain to kind of keep ourselves uh, separated and um, embroiled in problems, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, distracted. It's like when we're distracted with a pain or a situation in our body, it's we forget that we are as God created us. And... uh, we use that for an excuse to be depressed or uh, irritated or angry or whatever, you know, but not in a state of peace. So we're using the pain as a distraction. And this says at some point you have to put your foot down and just say peace to this foolishness. Peace to this foolishness, yeah. Yeah. The time has come to laugh at such insane ideas. Okay, let's go on. It is your thoughts alone that cause you pain. Right. Nothing external to your mind can hurt or injure you in any way. You know, and this, like, people that come to us, they're, they're always trying to give us reasons for being upset or being in a state of turmoil and usually it's something someone else did uh, and so or a situation they couldn't avoid so they're in some way or most always being a victim of something they think is outside themselves that's causing their suffering wouldn't you say that? that right. That's a lot mm-hmm. of uh, people, how they see it. Mm-hmm. So then we're saying, well, you can be hurt by nothing but your thoughts. And then we try to pull out those thoughts that are causing a person pain. Uh, but this is saying, saying that again, you know. It is your thoughts alone that cause you pain. Nothing external to your mind can hurt or injure you in any way. There is no cause beyond yourself that can reach down and bring oppression. No one but yourself affects you. There is nothing in the world that has the power to make you ill or sad, weak or frail. But it is you who have the power to dominate all things you see by merely recognizing what you are. As you perceive them, the harmlessness in them, they will accept your holy will as theirs. And what was seen as fearful now becomes a source of innocence and holiness. Well, that's pretty encouraging, don't Mm -hmm. you think? It's pretty clear, isn't it? Yeah. My holy brother, think of this a while. The world you see does nothing. It has no effects at all. It merely represents your thoughts, and it will change entirely as you elect to change your mind and choose the joy of God as what you really want. 
yourself, capital self here, is radiant in this holy joy, unchanged, unchanging, and unchangeable forever and forever. And would you deny a little corner of your mind its own inheritance and keep it as a hospital for pain, a sickly place where living things must come at last to die. Yeah, this thing where it says the world you see does nothing and it has no effects at all. It merely represents your thoughts. So the world is an effect, not cause. I mean, it, it's, it's what you make of it, really. It's, it's not even an effect. It's, it's like just showing the effects of your thoughts. It merely represents your thoughts and it will change entirely as you elect to change your mind and choose the joy of God as what you really want. The world may seem to cause you pain, and yet the world as causeless has no power to cause. See, yeah, there it is. Mm -hmm. As an effect, it cannot make effects. So the world is just an effect of another cause. Well, what's the cause? The cause is your thoughts, your attack thoughts, your um, grievances, your judgments. And that can cause you pain. The world may seem to cause you pain, and yet the world, as causeless, has no power to cause. As an effect, it cannot make effects. As an illusion, it is what you wish. Your idle wishes represent its pains. Your strange desires bring it evil dreams. Your thoughts of death envelop it in fear. And while in your kind forgiveness does it live. Pain is the thought of evil taking form and working havoc in your holy mind. Mm. What do you make of that? Yeah, that's pretty strong evil. What, how do we define, define evil? Pain is evil taking form? Well, evil, when you look at the word evil, it's live backwards. Yeah. So evil is the opposite of life. Mm. You know, I think if we saw it that way, it's it's anything against life. Anything against life, anything against joy, anything against love, anything against happiness, anything against uh, your divine awareness is the opposite of life, therefore evil. Mm. Pain is the thought of evil taking form and working havoc in your holy mind. Pain is the ransom you have gladly paid not to be free. In pain is God denied the son he loves. In pain does fear appear to triumph over love and time replace eternity in heaven. And the world becomes a cruel and bitter place where sorrow rules and little joys give way before the onslaught of the savage pain that waits to end all joy in misery. Well, 
that would be death, right? You know, savage pain waits to end all joy and misery. Mm. Lay down your arms and come without defense into this quiet place where heaven's peace holds all things still at last. Lay down all thoughts of danger and of fear. Let no attack enter with you. Lay down the cruel sword of judgment that you hold against your throat and put aside the withering assaults with which you seek to hide your holiness. Here will you understand there is no pain. Well, where is the here? In the state of oneness, right? In the state of, what was the line right before that? Lay down your arms uh, without defense into the quiet place where heaven's peace holds all things still at last. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like, we have to practice this. Going into this place where heaven's peace holds all things still at last. I mean, are we still or are we agitated? You know, it's like you have to put all things aside. You know, it's like, a couple of days ago, or maybe it was even yesterday, it says, simply do this, be still and lay aside all thoughts of what you are and what God is, all concepts you have learned about the world, all images you hold about yourself. Empty your mind of everything it thinks is either true or false, or good or bad, or every thought it judges worthy and all the ideas of which it is ashamed. Hold on to nothing. Do not bring with you one thought the past has taught, nor one belief you ever learned before from anything. Forget this world, forget this course, and come with holy empty hands unto your God. Well, that would be entering this place it's talking about where heaven's peace holds all things still at last. I mean, that's a pretty empty state, right? Wouldn't you say? Heaven's peace holds everything. But it's still, it's empty. And it just said, you know, you've got to lay aside everything. Your thoughts about yourself, mm -hmm. good and bad, good and evil. Don't bring anything with you. Come with holy empty hands unto your God. I mean, who's willing to do that? But that's what this lesson is asking us to do. To enter into that state of quiet, of stillness. And in that, there's no pain. There can't be any pain. Mm. And then the more you practice being in that presence, the less you make up pain in life. Here will you understand there is no pain. Here does the joy of God belong to you. This is the day when it is given you to realize the lesson that contains all of salvation's power. It is this. Pain is illusion. Joy, reality. Pain is but sleep. Joy is awakening. Pain is deception. 
joy alone is truth. So what's the opposite of pain? It says here joy. joy. Don't you find that interesting? Yeah, and I was thinking where you have a pain, you should put Christ there and joy there. Then You should yeah. imagine that, right? Yeah. I choose the joy of God instead of pain. Right. You know, like you can even just say that sentence to the pain. Right. I choose the joy of God instead of pain. I put joy where this pain is. I put Christ where this pain is. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's that's a good practice. Can we all agree to do that? Right. Everybody listening to this? Or whatever symptom you're having. Yeah. It could be even an emotional symptom. could be having an upset with somebody. I put the joy of God there instead of that upset, instead of that pain. You know, this this would be, you know, a huge shift if we can all do this. Like, if we can all d agree right now that when we have a irritation or a pain or an upset, we're going to immediately catch ourselves and say, I'm not going to go for this, what, what did it say, um, peace to such foolishness. Peace to such foolishness. Yeah, and I choose the joy. I put the joy of God there in place of that. Mm. I mean, it, it's a simple thing, right? And so, again, we make the only choice that ever can be made. We choose between illusions and the truth, or pain and joy, or hell and heaven. Mm. Let our gratitude unto our teacher fill our hearts as we are free to choose our joy instead of pain, our holiness in place of sin, the peace of God instead of conflict, and the light of heaven for the darkness of the world. So, that's I mean, a good one. You know, it's it's like we're gonna have to practice this at some point. You know, as students of the Course in Miracles, um, it's all about practice, isn't mm -hmm. it? I mean, it's all about being mindful of a true statement when our ego is trying to make up all kinds of baloney. You know and pains and conflicts and irritations and disappointments and unhappiness. You know, well, it's our job to say no to it. I choose the joy of God instead of pain. Yeah, and peace to this foolishness, you know? Like, it, it's, it's up to our self to make that shift, and this lesson can help us make it. I choose the joy of God instead of pain. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for listening today. <laughs> we enjoy having you.